one, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fellow quarantiners and fellow entanglers, welcome back to the Club BBC, Now What You Think podcast. We're doing episode number, I don't know, 30-something, I don't know, I know I'm in the 30s. <laughs> um, two episodes in one day, never done this before, so, but um, this person who I have um, on the podcast right now, uh, been a long time friend, we've been high school classmates. One of the biggest clowns I have ever fucking <laughs> met. I feel like the older she got, the worse she got. <laughs> like it was, oh man, yeah, but um, we appreciate you coming on, uh, Miss Ronnie from the Ronnie Talks podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. Is this your first time you've been on like another podcast, or you've been on another one? Yes, first time ever. Oh, first shit, time. I feel special. Yeah, and I'm nervous, so yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> All right, so a uh, couple things we're going to talk about. We're going to have, like, I don't know, like two or three different topics and everything. Um, but Ronnie, why don't you tell at least my, at least my people, uh, my listeners, like, uh, a little bit about yourself. Ooh, all right. So um, my name is Ronnie from Ronnie Talks Podcast. I am a new podcaster. Um. So my podcast is just about speaking about general topics here and there. I'm in law enforcement where I've been doing that for like about five years or so. And I'm a mommy and I just like to have a good time. So that's a little bit about me. Word, word, word. So, yeah, um, one of the topics that we definitely want to talk about is um, as far as like with her being involved in law enforcement, um, she is a cop. Not going to say which jurisdiction she's in, but obviously if you follow her, you all know her personally. And you know, if she wants to say it, then that's on her. But you know, I try to respect people's privacy as best as I can. Um, uh, with that being said, so with everything that's going on with the police brutality um, um, in all places around the country, I want to know: Do they teach y'all? Do they teach y'all um, de-escalating situations in your specific department? Yes, they they do actually, but it's not like a sit in classroom session type of thing. It's more of a online training that lasts about an hour and a half or so. So you would just have to log on to your computer, watch the video, and just say you did. You don't even have to be really, really paid any attention. So it's not nothing. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Man, I was like, who's knocking on the door? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I kind of feel like I need to start this over, but I ain't going to do that. Yeah, just keep it yeah, wrong. Man, people knock on your door unannounced. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> no. Nah, nah, so. so. All right, anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so like I was saying, the de-escalation training that we receive is not like a classroom type of environment. It's something that they just tell you to watch on the computer, and you say you did it, and that's your de-escalation training. Now, some may take it serious, and you know, some may not. Take it for what you want. That makes a lot of sense, because when I'm at work, at least when I was working in hotel security, I never paid those shits any attention. 
Never. <laughs> I'm just a generally good. I feel like I'm just a generally good person, and I know how to just generally de-escalate a situation. But that's why you have right. backup too now. But even if I had a gun on me, like no, I'm not gonna like look to pull my gun on you to try to intimidate you to try to ugh, excuse me to try to you know intimidate you and de-escalate things and stuff. Like no, that don't even make sense to me. You know, like talk about like grown ass adults. Obviously, with you going in as a police officer, you are the mediator. You know what the situation is, but you're trying to hear the size of the story. You're trying to hear, you're trying to hear that truth, that truth, and then the actual, real truth. You know, but you're the mediator. All you gotta right. do is just try to keep things calm. There's been times where I've worked in security. Obviously, our jobs are different, but there's been times where I worked in security where I've had guests tell me like, "We don't want you here. Like, get out." And I have to be able to like try to articulate to them, like, look, I heard a call from another guest. I have to respond to this. Now, you guys can tell me that you can handle this, but if we get another complaint, then we're going to have to escalate this to calling, obviously, the uh, county police. Now, the county law. Mm-hmm. County law. Is that old? <laughs> <laughs> we got to call the county law. <laughs> got to call the county law. So, that makes a lot of sense now that I'm hearing it from just like from your department. Now, I have a couple friends who are police officers. Hell, I have an uncle who started off as a police officer in our hometown. He's a uh, he works in the um, in a different agency now. Again, I'm not going to put out everything and stuff. So, but he works in a right. So, but that makes a lot of sense to me now because it seems like. I've watched a couple of cop episodes and I don't believe everything I see on TV, but how long after you went for the academy, how long, how much training did you have? Or at least how long was it that you were, that you had a training officer before you actually went into the field on your own? Well, at my prior agency, we did training. We did like law enforcement training prior to going to the actual academy. So that was about maybe I would say four mm-hmm. weeks or so. Um, then we went off to the academy for about 12 weeks and then you graduate and then you come back to your station and then you arrive with somebody for like another six okay. weeks or so. So the training part at both agencies that I worked at is excellent. We train at the, this department here, we train every month and at the my old agency, we train very often as well. So the training is there. It's just what you do with it. Do you take it seriously? Do you utilize it while you're out there in the field? It's up to the actual mm. officer. So it's not that we're lacking training. It's it's all there. All the yeah. resources are there. Damn. So it sounds like to me that it's just up to that person, whoever is like taking that training. Then. Right. And it's also in that person's nature. Like, do they know how to talk to people? That's the, that's the most important part. Like, do you know how to communicate with people? So it's what's inside that mm-hmm. officer. It's not that we're lacking any training or anything like that. It's all there. It just depends okay. on the person. Now, what about screening? Did they screen y'all at all before the before they actually admitted you into like academy and all? Oh yeah, definitely. They do like you know the background checks and everything, and check all your history and all that good stuff. Now, I don't know how deep they go into it when it comes to like a prior law enforcement officer. Do they look back at their old agency to see if they got you know in trouble for certain things? I don't yeah. know about that. But personally, I do know that they do the normal background checks, like most any job. Okay. All right. Because I'm I'm just having like, 
Because I, I tell you, like, I mean, and my followers, my followers and listeners even know this. I don't like police. I damn near, I damn near hate them. But I know we need them. I can't what? stand them. I can't stand police, man. Not, especially after what they did to my cousin um, a couple of years ago. Um, but you know, I mean, but don't get me wrong. I respect y'all. I respect the police. Mm-hmm. My mom, my mother, father, particularly my dad, told me like, if the cop pulls you over, <laughs> these are his clear words. If a cop pulls you over, yes, sir, no, sir, comply as best as you possibly can. Try to set yourself up for success. Don't give him a reason where he got to pull his gun out and all, you know, blase, blase, or or him or her, as well, I should say. Um, right. And you try to, you know, just try to hurry up and get out of the situation, basically. Now, don't say nothing. Hey, one of the things he also added, because he, had, he feels some type of way about cops, too. Now, as much as you want to curse out, as much as you want to curse them out, just wait. Wait till he done give you your ticket or your warning, your citation. Pull your window up and then pull off. Then you cuss your ass out. Whatever how you feel. Now, if you did that, if you legitimately did something wrong for that person to pull you over, like speeding or whatever the case may be, then yeah, that's your damn fault. But, you know, it is what it is. Now, one of the things I do what I am a big advocate of as much as I am against police brutality, I am also one of those people who wants to hold myself and others within our culture accountable. So, you know, it, it's, it's so funny. It's funny to me. We get more offended when white people tell us like, Oh, well, what about the black on black crime? Or like you guys are killing each other and this, that, and the other. And we get pissed off about it. Honestly, why are we getting pissed off when they're actually not when they're actually telling the truth? We have to hold ourselves right. at the end of the day. <laughs> but we're not we're not thinking no, like that though. No, we, we it don't, don't it don't bother us that bad when it's us killing each other or us, you know, harming each other. But when the white man do it, oh hell, it's it's all uproar. It's time to scream and you know, act up. But at the same time, I understand that because <laughs> we have been dealing with white people, white officers, you know, and police brutality for many, many, many years. So we're still angry. We're still upset. And although I'm in the law enforcement, you know, I do that as a career, I'm still black. So I understand why our culture are, you know, our people act the way they act when it comes to police brutality and whatnot. So I get it. And that's another thing, uh, another thing where I want to like where I'm trying to get at as well, too. You know, when you send, like, these white officers into these projects, these neighborhoods that we predominantly live in, regardless of what our, or whatever our circumstances are, you may not necessarily know, well, not you, but they may not necessarily know how we operate within that neighborhood. I'm not saying, like, you know, if, it's, if you see something illegal, let's just leave it be. But, you know, <laughs> it's... You kind of have to get in there. It's almost like when you when you're working as a manager as a leader, when you're getting in there, like you like I always appreciate a manager or a leader who gets in there with me and sees what the hell I go through, and then they get a better mm-hmm. understanding. And I feel like that could be that same principle can be applied to the police officers. If you get in there and you see what the hell these people are going through, maybe you can police them a lot differently and potentially even work together. To try to regulate all exactly. this crime and this, that, and the other. I ain't saying there ain't no damn crime out there now. There's crime out there. <laughs> you, you, yeah, me and you yeah. both know that where we from. <laughs> but 
at the same time, like a lot of this shit can be de-escalated. If you are here to protect and serve, then let's do that. Protect and serve. If you can prevent a situation from happening, I don't know how. I don't know what you guys' protocol is. I'm not a cop. I ain't definitely. I damn sure ain't want to be no cop. I wanted to be a cop when I went when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> As most kids I, do. I, 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 ain't, I ain't about that damn like fuck that because I don't even like guns. First of all, but when. <laughs> When you guys go out there, I lost my fucking train of thought. Hot damn it. Oh, uh, <laughs> when I was, I guess what the thing is, what I'm trying to get at is why don't the police, I, like, obviously we have like neighborhood watch and stuff like that. Why don't you get the police and the neighborhood watch committee, because every neighborhood really should have one, in my opinion, come together, tell them what's going on, and work together, try to work out some sort of solution. To try to reduce the crime. Crime is going to happen regardless. As long as there's money in the world, crime is going to happen. Because that's literally what it all boils down to. It's money. It ain't necessarily killing somebody or anything like that. And I want to give a shout out while we're on this topic. I want to give a shout out to local gangs that are in Sumter. That actually did come together as a truce. At least those who participated in it. That came together in a truce to try to fight against police brutality. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. I was I was very happy to see them that day. Like it was dope to see them out there. I agree. Doing the now thing, so. I hope y'all keep that same energy when all this is said and done. I mean it's gonna take years for it to happen now, but when all this is said and done, I want y'all to keep that same energy and keep it going. Put that shit off to the side because y'all live on a different street on a different road. Don't make no fucking sense to me at all, period. Y'all get offended when someone throws up a damn gang sign like the motherfuckers up in, in Greenville. Someone throws up a gang sign all of a sudden people want to start shooting like, bro, we need to kill that shit, man. It's the dumbest shit in the fucking world. And I'm only speaking for my people. I can't speak for white people. Because white people got their own damn problems. <laughs> they do. <laughs> but back to what you were saying about um, law enforcement officers and, and the community should have like their own, like what you call it? Neighborhood watch, yeah. crime watch or whatever. The thing with that is for like low income neighborhoods or you know the project areas yeah. or whatever, if you try to establish some sort of crime watch com- committee or whatever, you're not really going to have that many participants. They don't really engage in stuff mm. like that, especially you know if the law enforcement officers do get involved. Some of them go on there if if they do get a good participation rate, they're out there scoping out to see okay. Well, who is Pookie? Where Pookie yeah. live at? Oh, so that's the one that be selling the drugs on the street. So they getting information so that they can go out there on the street and try to enforce something. So that's where the trust, you won't have the trust between the members of the community and the, the police officers. So it's hard to start that. There's so many bar- barriers you have to break and try to overcome to even get somewhere mm-hmm. with that one. Versus these white people neighborhoods, which I live in one, I live in a white people, white people neighborhood. I do. And they have their HOA meetings and stuff, and they come in yeah. numbers. They come in numbers. But I don't participate. I don't, I don't care what the hell they do out here. I don't care. I just live out here. But they come in numbers. They have a good rate. They have law enforcement there to help mediate and hear what they want want have done in the community. But for our low income neighborhoods and our you know mm-hmm. our people, we don't have that. They won't mm-hmm. participate. So I don't know. I don't know what we need to do with that. We got some damn work to do, but we got a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah, we we got some damn work to do. That would sound like to me. Now, right now, I am working on some project um, in terms of like reparations for our people. 
and I ain't necessarily talking about money because money is not the only thing that matters to me. I'll go out and make my own damn money for all I care. Um, you know, mm-hmm. not saying that I won't take a check if they decide to cut us a check. Let's <laughs> get that right. But you know, we, we we need we need some changes. We need some changes because right now, obviously, we we did we do we do it with a different generation now. We ain't finna just tuck it in and just you know like. You know, just kind of just take it for what it is and just keep on going about it. Nah, we sick and tired of it. But again, right. again, we still need to work on us as well, too. Because even if we get these reparations, what are we going to do to maintain it and build on to it? And that's my big. Yeah, it's going to take work. You said what again? It's going to take yeah, a lot of work. Exactly. Because even if we get it, like I said, even if we get it, we got to continue to maintain it. Or we got to continue to build on it. Because at the end of the day, our people as a whole, I ain't talking about niggas, but our people <laughs> as a whole. Because I know y'all know y'all know how I feel about that damn word. But I but right. I, say, I say it in a point of context. <laughs> but our people as a whole, we are not a violent people. We are not. I don't care what the media does, portrays us as, we are not a violent people. I know we're not. We just like to go mm-hmm. on about our business. Sometimes we don't talk to a lot of people. We don't trust a lot of people for obvious reasons. But you know, exactly. that's the main thing we ask. We ask for peace, we ask for equality, and just leave us the fuck alone. That's it. That's all we ask for. Mm-hmm. Now, one of my one of my followers who's listening in right now, he said we need to see people as people. You are exactly right. You are exactly, exactly. right. And he yes. is white. He is white. He's older, he's an older gentleman, probably uh, middle age. Uh, I'm not gonna say his name or here, but I think he's I don't know, like late forties, early fifties or so. But um, I used to work with him. Uh well. Technically, I still work with him if he's not still there now. I'm not going to say my job or anything. But yeah, man. No, no. You're right. You're right. We do need to see people as people. So, um, all right. Now that we done got that out of the way, let's get into the funny part. Okay. I was right. Mid-40s. Okay. Cool. All right. I was right. He's 45. All right. So, here comes the funny part. Now, how do you feel about this Will and Jada shit going on right now? <laughs> Listen, I watched the video last night at work. And how I feel about it, you know what? To be honest, I'm hearing my echo. But to be honest, um, whatever works for Will and Jada works for Will and Jada. Okay. <laughs> I have no problem with it. If they if they're okay with it, whether they lying to us or whatever, it, it ain't none of our business. But I ain't gonna lie, the tea is juicy. It is so juicy to see what's going on. That's between some, them. That's some women you know? shit, boy. Women, all, women always say, boy, it's some juicy shit going on, bro. That's some juicy shit. <laughs> this, I'm here for it, you know? But what I don't like is, I don't like how August came out and put the business out there like that. Like, why? Why was it relevant for us to just randomly know this? That's my only question about it. Like, why, telling, why are you telling us exactly. now? It's like, it's like what's your what's your end game to that? Like what is your goal of that? You know? Like ain't nobody finna right. hate Will and Jada, bro. Will and Jada has always been like an iconic couple, not only in the black community, exactly. but just the people in general. They are an iconic couple. If you got Will and Jada mm-hmm. there, you are the shit. Legitimately. Exactly. You are the shit if you got Will and Jada there. Particularly, not necessarily not knock down Jada, but Will. If you get mm-hmm. real there, just himself alone. Yes, he, he's like very yeah. iconic. So, I mean, it's going to be hard to try to tear him down. But I've been seeing a lot of stuff about him that I, I'm like, I don't want nobody to ruin his legacy or, you know, 
ruin what he worked so hard for. Could you? I don't know if you've seen it or not, but now they got stuff out there about him and Dwayne Martin. So Martin. apparently, God knows how long. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> apparently, him and Dwayne Martin supposed to be supposedly had a relationship. <laughs> You didn't hear about that. So yeah, that's, that's what's going on now. Okay. I don't perform with no celebrities <laughs> like that, man. One of my one of the followers just said celebrities have some of the no, they're some of the strangest individuals out there, but if it works for them, then God bless. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, agree with that. I don't follow I don't follow these celebrities like that. <laughs> I don't either. But it, it popped up yesterday about you know, when Will and Jada did the red table talk. And someone was like, I don't want to hear about August anymore. I want to hear about Dwayne and Will. And so many people was commenting on it as if they knew something I didn't know. So I had to look deep, I had to dig deeper into it. And apparently something something happened between them two. As relationship wise. Mm-hmm. Because Will said he was done with her ass. At, he did. He, said he was done with her ass <laughs> at one point. I was like, ooh. Yeah, he was he's serious. Dead serious. He's dead serious. Now here's now, here, now here's my thing. Now after seeing everything that just transpired, do y'all still want that Will and Jada love? Because I, I look at them. You said you take it. I mean, if it, if it worked for them, hell, it might work for me. I see why. I see why I wanted her on the podcast. Cause she, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just being honest. Like they they working it out. Hell, one time Jada said. If they going on bad terms, he can sleep on one half of the house and she can have the other half. Yeah, the house big as hell. I don't even gotta see you. Wait, wait, say that again. Jada was saying something about if they was going through bad terms, Will can have one half of the house and she'll have the other half of the house. So they don't really even gotta see each other. It works Listen, for them. When, them. when they had this conversation about happiness, like their own individual happiness, I looked at it as it sounds like to me they have somewhat of an open relationship but at the same time they they just make that shit work now me personally would i want that no because i i don't believe in i I believe in monogamy (laughs) like i only want one person and that's it but (laughs) if it worked for them if they like it i love it but i ain't i ain't i ain't about that damn life that but damn but there's the thing though there's so many mixed things. I just said this on the other podcast, so y'all gonna hear a repeat of this, but it's funny how a lot of people are hating Jada for, for like a couple of reasons. Like, why are you like, why is she preying on this young dude who's like in his early 20s? And like, obviously he met her, like they met when he, when he was sick or whatever, like really, really sick. And I'm sitting here mm-hmm. like, why are y'all sitting here mad at Jada? when men do it all the time. All the all time. All the time. I just listened to another podcast and they brought that up. But I already knew about this. But that's the thing. It's like that double standard. It's like when women do something like, you know, you 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 obviously like society or men like criticizes them. It's that same conversation where like men can sleep with the whole, how many other women and just like oh, okay, that's just men being men. But if a woman does it, oh, she a hoe. Oh, she a hoe. She a slut. She all this yeah. net. Listen, I don't get I, it. Uh, I don't know. That's that, I... that, that what I'm trying to figure out. Like, <laughs> which 
Like, what you what you trying to do? Like, what what's y'all what's y'all goal in this? Or y'all hating Jada, man? Like, if Jada said that the one thing I just didn't like about the whole thing that Jada was trying to not necessarily well, kind of tiptoe around it by putting these SAT these 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 big ass college ass words. These philosophical words. I was using deep healing. Oh, I was in deep healing and entanglement and shit. Who uses the word entanglement? Somebody who trying not to put it all out like, there. I love Will's reaction. Like his face and his and the way he said it was just like, oh, the entanglement and entanglement, huh? Like, oh, oh, uh. uh-huh. But you can tell it kind of bothered yeah, him still. It did like, because she's still emotionally attached to him. I don't think it was the physical. Yeah, it was it yeah. was the emotions, yeah. and most of us women always we 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 feed up emotions most of the mm-hmm. time anyway. So if we sleep around, it's because this person is we have an emotional attachment towards this person, or they they're make they're filling a void somewhere. It's something you know mm-hmm. physical, emotional, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, they had some strong feelings yeah. for each other. That's fair. And here, August Alcina probably was singing to her and stuff. And you said what? Getting her. I see August Alcina probably was singing to oh, her and everything yeah. and making her feel good. I want you to do something to make me feel good. <laughs> and he did it too, right? Right in their house too, while Will on the other hey, side of the house. Some shit. Mm. <laughs> Talk about Will gave me permission to fuck his wife. What? What, man? <laughs> you ain't in Africa, bro. Now, in some African tribe right. or some African nation, that is a part of the culture where if a guest comes in, there's this one tribe. If a guest comes in, a male guest, and that couple is married, that is a part of, I guess, like their culture, where they do give that guest permission to fuck his wife. Oh, no. I'm sorry. You can't come over. I mean, but that's just their culture. And I mean, who are we to knock it? Because we got some things that other cultures may find it frowned upon, you know? But you ain't fucking my wife. Damn, I got married with her before God. I'm about to say a quote from the movie. I got married with her before God and a bunch of ugly ass witnesses that I don't even like. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that? Uh, uh, what's it? Deliver us from evil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, that's it. was funny. But no. I just feel like at the end of the day, though, people get so bent out of shape about this whole Will and Jada thing. Like, yo, like what they do in their marriage ain't really none of y'all business. If, if anything, not. they putting this out on video to really, honestly, just make money off of it. And they and making they it making too. Just from y'all talking about it, tweeting it, watching it, they making money mm-hmm. off of it. They are capitalizing on us, yep. man. They are capitalizing on us. I don't want to say y'all because I watched the video, so I contributed my two cents. I did too, and I wasn't gonna miss it either. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, uh, we were just talking about the culture, like, about a different culture that allows that. <laughs> he said, "Hell no, <laughs> hey, like, uh-huh. hell no, boy. hell no. It's not. It's not about to happen. Imagine, imagine you in a tribe, and your uh, and it's a woman and." And part of the culture is, oh, you have to let that woman fuck your husband. <laughs> oh, no, they definitely ain't going for that. No. <laughs> I ain't even going for that. I don't, uh-uh. No. No. 
You ain't finna come for me. About the word. You ain't finna come for me. Literally, you ain't finna come for me. <laughs> oh no, absolutely not. Go no, come, go, I can't do that. Go come somewhere else. Go come in someone else's kingdom. Kingdom come. Well, you know they probably enjoy. Yeah, it. they probably do. Not, 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 not this motherfucker though. Um. Mm. Mm. I'm feeling so good right now, y'all. I've been I, I started drinking like around twelve o'clock, so it's, it's Saturday. Um, but you know, I'm feeling good right now. The last episode I did, um, if y'all, I know some, I know you. I think you were the only one that was listening, um, at least on Facebook, because I couldn't go on Instagram. Um, you were talking about uh, Miss Vanessa Gillian, but you know, all in all, I thought the episode would be very, very emotional, and honestly, it didn't turn out that bad. It didn't turn out that bad, but last night when I was doing those notes, man, I shed a few tears, man. It was ridiculous, but we're not going to talk about it because we're obviously we're in a different episode right now. This episode is going to have a little bit more life. The past few episodes I did was involving with the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that. Um, Nisha, what's been going on with you? What's, what's, What's been going on with you? What have you been doing these past couple weeks other than, you know, policing our fellow South Carolinian streets. <laughs> to be honest, that's all I've been doing. That's that's all I've been doing. Nothing nothing new. Um, I finished the last episode of my podcast for the I season. Catch up. I got I got yeah. a lot of people's uh, podcast, man. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's been hard plus working yeah. and stuff, but I'm trying to revamp everything and come back bigger and stronger and better. So. That's yeah. what's- but other than that, just working hard. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, um, uh, what about you being a mother? I saw that little TikTok video. If y'all ain't following Rodisha on TikTok, I don't have TikTok and I refuse to download it. But when she shares those videos on social <laughs> media, that last video you did. <laughs> oh, Listen. I watched that video like I, at least 20 times. <laughs> These kids are running you crazy, you know that. And they, well, mine's, you know, he's a little mm. one, so he's not in daycare anymore because of the virus. And I'm not putting him back in there because I don't want anything to happen to him, and I feel terrible about it. So I'm working full time, dealing with him full time, and it's like, where I need a break. I need a break somewhere here and there. So I'm struggling. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> but he's a, he's a, he's a sweetie. He's a sweet pie. But the thing about it is, he act like me. Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm struggling. Oh Lord, oh goodness. yes, oh man. What's uh, what's uh, what's your husband like? He's more of the conservative type, you know. He's more so by the book, oh. <laughs> you know. what I'm saying we're, we're yeah. opposites, complete opposites. But he has his moments where we're in an environment where he can let loose a little bit. He'll let loose, but most of the time he's more conservative mm-hmm. and. You know, yeah. So how he get with me, I don't know. Maybe he like it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're totally think, different. I totally think that makes sense though. Like, cause you, like I've like I've known Renisha throughout the years. We all yo listen. I know Renisha since high school. Um, yeah, at the time you were dating one of my teammates. Uh, we ain't gonna say his name. His clown ass. <laughs> Who say his name? AJ. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> they don't know who AJ is, but nah. I mean, those y'all who some of y'all know who AJ is, but 
But nah, I mean, and I ain't trying to bring up no old shit or anything like that. I don't know what happened between y'all, but y'all, y'all were, you know, y'all were feeling, y'all were funny, cute couple at the time. But just you as an individual, you was just there. Would be times where you would be reserved, you were classy, and then there'd be other times where your ass just be all fucking all over the place. I'm like, what the fuck is this girl? Reggie, I think I got split personality or something because I can have my moments where I'm shy and I'm quiet yeah. and reserved. And then if I know you, oh, you yeah. about to get it. Like, <laughs> you about to get who this person really is. And I can't stand that about myself. I wish I was, you know, open and going all the time. But if I don't know you, if I'm around somebody new, I, I got to feel you out first. I got to know if I can trust you with yeah. my personality, trust you with who I really yeah. am. You know what I'm saying? No, like, so yeah, you gonna get yeah, one of the like two. when you came around some of our family functions and all, like you were cool, you were clowning a little bit, but you still wasn't like really, really like open like that, you know. But oh but, no, and I had I didn't know y'all, you know, I, I knew y'all, but I didn't know everybody. You know, everybody. Yeah. But and plus, you know, you know, somebody was dealing with somebody. Hey, 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 the, hey I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> 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 so I ain't had, you know, I'm, I'm just here. Just don't pay me no attention. I'm here. <laughs> and look, one day you came up to me and you was like, I don't know if you remember this or not, but you was like, um, I don't mean no harm what I'm about to ask you, but are you a side chick? <laughs> Yo, please don't tell me I said that. You me. asked me. Yes, you asked me that. And I was like, no, I'm not nobody's side chick. I ain't nobody girlfriend. Like I'm just here because I I was I want somebody wanted me to be there. That's that it. Like me. That's that is that was you. It was Reggie all day. <laughs> I don't mean no harm, but are you the side chick? I was like, oh. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yo, what yo, you Because I, I knew I was drunk that night, and I was like, yeah. "Well, it was you probably you know, was. probably I know I was. <laughs> I remember that. Night. I don't remember asking you that, but I remember that night when you were there. Uh, take care, man. Um, I remember when you were there, and oh my god, I feel so embarrassed now. <laughs> Yes, you asked me. I would never forget that. I was like, Yo, no. I'd be drinking. I'd be like, like I'm already like, I, I kind of, I have a filter, but I don't have a filter. But when I be drinking, I really don't give a fuck. And if I was doing that, I was on brown that night. If I, if I asked <laughs> you something like that, I had to be on brown that night. I had to be. You sure asked me and I was like, nope. I ain't nobody girlfriend out here. I'm just oh. here. My mm-hmm. immature ass. <laughs> Mike, what up, brother? But that's in the past. It's in the past. I ain't. T- I ain't taking. You know, no offense. Uh, I, to I, 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 I don't remember, but I'm glad you didn't take offense to it. Cause, <laughs> I, uh, damn. Oh, oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put me on the spot of my own podcast. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that. Never. Oh shit. Damn. I think you're the second person. You the second person to put me on the spot on my own podcast. I'll be damned. <laughs> I would never forget. Damn. damn, that's funny as fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Did I? I don't know. Are you 
Fuck no, no, you didn't. I lied. You did not put me on the spot. I don't know. I have to look back into it. I have like a bunch of like content that's on the shelf that I have not published, or if I couldn't use it, I either lost it or I um or it wasn't a good quality as far as the sound. But yeah, I got shit out there. Somebody I can't remember because I you know I like I said I've been drinking since twelve. It's almost four o'clock right now. This time of happy hour, but somebody held my ass accountable on my podcast, and I can't remember who. Nope, now I remember. It was my boy Leak. It was my boy Leak. When we did the HBCU podcast, and he held me accountable. Not directly, but the words he was saying made me feel convicted. Like, damn, I did that shit, you know? Mm. You know, I always like that. Even though it's my podcast, I ain't got no problem admitting that I'm wrong. Especially when I know it, so... Um, but yeah, um, there was another topic we were gonna touch on. Something with relationships. I gotta look back in uh, I gotta look back in uh, in the messages. In the messages. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me see. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. We were gonna talk about accountability and in relationships, including dating. Ooh. All right, we got. 23 minutes to get this time. Let's go ahead and get it out. All right. I listened to one of your episodes. This was like a month ago, maybe a little over a month ago. I listened to one of your episodes about, um, I think you was talking to one of your exes and some shit. I don't know. Like he called you over or you followed him or you stalked him or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> and I was like, after, after that episode, I was like, yo. She got to come on the podcast because that, that, that's the kind of content that I need. And I need to find it. Honestly, I need to find a co-host because it's not that I'm not entertaining, but I know like as far as like my humor, my humor comes out more when I have someone who can like if I have somebody else. It ain't necessarily got to be the same consistent person, but I need to have more people on the podcast so I can really like express myself a lot more instead of just talking to myself. In a- right. So, but as far as accountability and relationships, man, I got, I got, I got to put this out here. Now, I'm talking to this one chick right now. Um, um, and rather she listens to this or not, she might feel some type of way about it. But it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't nothing bad. It ain't nothing bad. <laughs> um, but um, you know, she does some pretty. The way she goes about dating, it's very unorthodox. It's very unfamiliar and unorthodox to me. So she actually flaked on me twice when I asked on the date, and then third time she asked me on the date, and I went on it. Now I have petty ways. I'm a sage. Yeah, oh, okay. so I can be petty when I want to, and I started not to. I started I, I started to be petty. I really did. I'm just like, uh, I got a lot of things to do today. You know? Like, I can't make it. On the very last like, at the very last second, you know? But I said, you know what? Nah. Because as a man, I'm getting too old. I, I realized in the moment, like, you know what? We're getting too old for games. Now, I've done some I've done some shit obviously throughout my tenure, like, you know, I ain't got no business doing, but as you just get older, you realize as a man, like, look, if you realize this is a good woman, even though she does some shit to you, I don't know, for some reason, it kept me, it, I kept going back to her, you know? 
I kept going mm-hmm. back to her, and even though despite everything that she's done, I'm not fully invested emotionally and mentally right now. But and she knows that. But it's something about her that still keeps me drawn to her, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, she held herself accountable eventually because I feel like women don't necessarily hold themselves accountable. Um, and you can combat that if you want, but because <laughs> <laughs> y'all, because y'all, I... y'all do fuck up. Y'all, y'all do too. Damn it, that's the shit I'm talking about. <laughs> like, we already, we y'all know we too. fuck up. Of course we know we fuck up. The media pursues that. Y'all act like y'all don't the know. The media portrays that all the time. Oh, men eat this, men eat that. Y'all say this shit all the time. Women fuck up too, damn it. Y'all we do. do. Y'all we do. do. But in our defense, though, sometimes it's out of, you know, retaliation to what y'all done did. Okay. Most of the time it's out of retaliation. That's what okay. I'm saying. We get that. We get that. But when things are going good, so let me picture the scenario. Picture scenario. Say like, hypothetically speaking, me and you were single. We met and we 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 meet like we meet up or we match. We match on Tinder or whatever the case may be, and we talking. We exchange a conversation. The conversations are great. And um, shit, 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 shit. Sorry, I'm trying to remember. All right, conversations are going great, and I feel like. I'm at the point in my I'm at the point in the stage where I was like, all right, yo, I want to ask you on a date. So I ask you on a date. And then when it comes time for the date, you flake. And mm-hmm. so I'm already feeling some type of way. I call you out on it. You know, you feel bad. You go you apologize, blase, blase. So I ask you on a, another date as time progresses. And again, you flake. Now Obviously, the average man would probably just not stick around. But the conversations mm-hmm. that you've had have been very deep, very open, vulnerable at that. Um, actually, a lot of conversations with Devon were very vulnerable. Um, you know, there's a bit of trust that's there. And the way I operate, I'm a sad man, so like if things don't go my way, I'll admit in some ways I am manipulative. I'll admit that, not necessarily manipulative to the point where I'm trying to control you. At least I don't think so. But if things don't go a certain way that I anticipated for it to be, then yeah, there will be times where I'll try to like change it or try to manipulate it in a way where it could go in that direction. But if it doesn't, then sometimes a lot of us, as far as Sagittarius males. We will either cut you off or we'll throw a big ass fit. We'll say some petty shit that you've done in the past that we never said anything before, but we say it to either hurt you or to try to like compete in the argument. Because I don't know about y'all, but I love to argue. I do. Do I you? Love to argue. I, would. I didn't think men like to argue. Oh, no, most men don't. Because we know we're. Cause my my yeah, don't. We know we ain't finna win, and I know that. But I will like at least. You exactly. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, Y'all ain't we're about not about to win. to win, but I'm gonna at least try. <laughs> and with the girl I was talking to, that whole scenario—that's was basically that's basically our story. You know, I keep it real. 
I'm not gonna tell y'all everything that we talk about, but that's just basically what happened. And that don't necessarily make her a bad person. It's just the way she just went about things was just so fucking weird. So, you know, and the way I looked at, it, I never been through something like that before. So I was just like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing?" You know, but what I mean, what is she doing? As far as she like, everything was going good. Like communication is decent. Like here's the thing: the way she operates. You have those very few people nowadays who don't like being glued to their phone. Like me, I'm glued to my phone like 85% of the day. Because I use mm-hmm. my, I use social media for content. I use social media to get my news because I don't like looking at the news. But I don't believe everything I see on Facebook. I do trust only like a select few sources. Um, uh, what else? Obviously, text messaging. I have my watch, so I don't miss. Reggie. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, I can that hear was, you. That was actually heard just now, Facetime with me. <laughs> <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh my! Well, let me ask you this: I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to be nosy, but have y'all seen each other yeah, in we person did. yet? Not too long ago, finally. For the first yeah. time, yeah. or just like For the first time. a few times. Yeah. And the date went great. The date went way better than I well I expected I expected for us to be at the restaurant for an X amount of time for like more than two hours. We were at that restaurant for damn near five hours. Having a good conversation. conversation. And we always had great conversation and all, but you know, the thing I was trying to put to her was like, look, I need to see you. You know, like we can talk and talk. Communication is a big thing for me. It's not that communication is not a big thing for her. She just is not glued to her phone. And it also doesn't help because when we first met or when we first matched, we were both working. Now, y'all know me. I'm a workhorse. I work, excuse me, I work anywhere from 60 to 80 hours a week. So anywhere anywhere mm. within that, especially if I have two jobs, I work anywhere from 60 to 80 hours a week. So whenever the few times we were talking, things were great. You know, because my mind was occupied in something in another, obviously at work. But now that I'm furloughed, all I'm craving is her conversation, her presence. And that's all I'm craving, you know, other than like stuff that I'm looking at in my podcast, being distracted by social media. But I want to talk to her, you know. And see, I've never been put in that situation before where normally, you know, I just make time for my significant other in between my work. So, you know, that's that. Um, but no, no, we've seen each other. We were, we stayed at that restaurant for like damn near five hours, like just having great conversation. Um, things got pretty deep, not going to get into the details and all. Um, but you know, but as of of right now, after that date, you know, things are better. So I'll say, so this is one of those things where one of the things I lack is patience. And she called me out on some shit that I didn't even think was like, I guess, true. So one of the things I crave or one of the things I want a woman to do and my significant other is to challenge me and challenge my way of thinking. If you put me on to a new way of thinking that I that I can agree with or 
call me out on some shit that I may have not even thought of myself because I hold myself accountable. I'm gonna keep you around. Yeah, you want somebody with Basically, a backbone. Yeah, I'm gonna keep you around. Oh, she she a damn alpha. She definitely an alpha woman. She definitely <laughs> an alpha woman. I ain't used to that. I'm not. I'll be honest. <laughs> like there's some men that'll run from that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's some men that'll run from that, but nah, I, I like that. It takes some time to get used to. I will say that. It does take some time to get used to, but I know a man's success, a man can't really be successful without a good woman. And if it takes some if it takes a woman to be, you know, have to put a damn foot down and have a damn backbone, throw some attitude in there. Hey. You know, I there'll be times I may not like what you say, but if it's for my own good, then it is what it is. Exactly. And nine times out of ten, it's for your own good. So <laughs> you ain't got no choice exactly. but to listen to it. Exactly. Now um as far as accountability um uh why don't y'all hold yourselves accountable when y'all do fuck up <laughs> <laughs> listen you're not gonna come for I'm us like that y'all, man. I, 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 no, nah, I, I, because... defend, I defend women on this podcast now bro i'm gonna hold y'all i'm gonna call, I'm gonna call y'all ass out on this one you know i can't speak for everybody but Sometimes I think we, I won't say we don't hold ourselves accountable. We just ain't about to just, I guess, let y'all know we, we we see what we fucked up at. We ain't about to let y'all know that. Because I, like I said before, sometimes we do things out of retaliation from what y'all done did. But y'all can't take the heat now because the table's unturned. And y'all trying to get us to understand what we fucked up at. But you still ain't understood where you fucked up at that led me to fucking up. So no, we ain't about to hold ourselves accountable for nothing because it's it's your fault at the end of the day. That's how I see it. Not, I could be wrong, but like that's how I see it. <laughs> that's how I see it. So my th- my advice to you and to all the men out there: don't fuck up. But we gonna fuck up. We men. We- but but listen though, you don't have to. I mean, it could be small stuff, but sometimes y'all y'all go too far. And I think today. The women now, we ain't crying behind y'all no more. Like, we gonna be hurt maybe a little bit, but we moving on faster than we were back then. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, that's my opinion. That's that's my experience on it. I could be wrong, but that's how I see it. We ain't crying behind y'all like that no more. Y'all wanna y'all wanna play games and act stupid? Okay, we both can do it. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 are you going to remove yourself from it or are you just going to continue to deal with the person and continue hurting your own self so you can go back to your homegirls and, t- and talk shit and drink mimosas and have brunch and shit like that. <laughs> mimosas and brunch, eh? Okay. Well, listen, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think women will give up their relationship or someone who, they, who they're in love with until they really had enough of the bullshit. So once they get to that point, I mean, I'm sure it'll be over, but 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I either. Don't know. One random fact, though. I don't trust y'all with knives. I just don't trust women. I don't trust <laughs> women with knives. I'm talking about, I ain't talking about no butter knife. I'm talking about a kitchen knife. Who the, who no one knife ever pulled a knife ranges? out on me, but I. Just, I thought we be. I thought we was being real on the own podcast. I promise who you, we being real. But there's like there's certain <laughs> movies I know. There's certain movies, and I, I just I just feel like I know certain women. I don't trust y'all with kitchen knives in your hand. I'm not taking away from the female chefs that are out there. Now on this podcast, <laughs> I have certain followers that don't like it when I refer to women as females, which is stupid. Exactly, Why? which is stupid to me, but I appease them. It's only women. It's only women. But okay. I'm like, but that's what y'all are. And the thing yeah. is, that they, 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 they have a problem with it is the way I projected. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, the that way makes I sense. But it's like, well, would you rather me call you females or would you rather me call you bitches? Now, I don't refer to women as bitches. Yeah, because the way you probably projected it is like. You want to say bitches, but you say females to to, to be respectful, you know, to butter yeah. it up a little. You're bit. You're right. You're right. But I don't refer to women as bitches. Like that's that's straight disrespectful. Now there's a double standard where y'all refer to yourselves as bitches, which I don't fucking get. Because when a man calls you a bitch, oh, you ready to fight? But when y'all call each other bitches, like bitch, I know you ain't fuck that dude. You suck. You suck. Because because men are using it as a derogatory term when we when we talking to our girls, we like bitch. It's like hey, but y'all y'all be using it as a derogatory. Yeah, term. Like, yeah, you yeah, know we do. So that's we that's do. the difference. That's we that's do. the difference. I don't. I still think it's a double standard, but whatever. <laughs> we gonna fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, said, we gonna fight. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call no woman that. I ain't that stupid because women nowadays will fight your ass. Yes, I got. We ain't the same. Like the, the women, the women today, they not the same. Listen, I get, I get calls for domestic violence, and the damn, the man, the boyfriend, the husband be the victim. Oh. You know, and it's happening more often than than is it used really? to. Yes, yes. It, it's like. And that's the thing. I guess that one of those things is uh, the last podcast I just recorded about men being sexually harassed. A lot of men may not necessarily report it on a woman because, at least for me, I feel like I can restrain that woman if things get like too far, get too heated. Like if things mm-hmm. get too, or if things get too physical, I can restrain her. Whereas with a man, like I've been sexually harassed by a man before on the work, on like at the workplace. And I, I like if this was like, oh boy, I'm about to talk about it. I'm about to talk about it. I ain't gonna say which job this was at, but this dude touched my ass mm-hmm. while and I was on. I was talking to a guest. Dude touched my walk by and touched my ass. Now, granted, I played sports. I played football and I played basketball. So, yeah, dudes do be, like, smacking each other on the ass. I never like that. I don't smack no dude on no ass. I don't want no dude smacking me on the ass. I don't give a fuck. I hate that shit. I don't like my ass being messed with, <laughs> even by a woman. I don't like my ass being messed with. And for the record, too, no, I don't eat ass. I will not eat ass. And if I do, it'll be my wife. <laughs> 
but I still ain't finna necessarily manifest that. No, uh, no, I, I'm just not about that shit. Bad enough that we got to get prostate <laughs> exams and shit like that, but yeah, that's a whole nother story. I don't see how men like like I don't see how some men out there like being paid. They say like the men's G spot is a prostate. Well, fuck that. That bitch ain't never about to get touched. How about that shit? Well, I don't know because I I don't know uh, yeah. uh, 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 <laughs> no, no, you're not pegging me. No, fuck that. Uh, no, we're not doing this shit. Hey. What is called? Do you not watch oh. do you not watch porn? I never heard that. Before. You don't watch it? <laughs> Damn. Actually, you know that might be a good No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that, but I never heard that term oh, before. Oh, yeah. Pegging. When a woman yeah. is basically with a prosthetic, or, oh, I'm sorry, pro, yeah, prosthetic, like a prosthetic penis strap on, you know, you know, all those things, whatever. It's when a woman is basically fucking a man in his ass. Yeah, that's, um. that's pegging. Yeah, I'm not doing that. One of, one of my good friends, one of my very good friends, kind of a mentor uh, as well, too. Um, when I was uh, uh, going to vacation Bible school, but now I've gotten older, he's gotten older. <laughs> we have certain conversations, he just logged on. Um, hope he stays on because <laughs> now we have an interesting part of it. If this podcast has to get broken up into two, then it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Lord. Um, but not, um, damn, where was I getting at with this? Please, please remind me. I don't know because I'm I'm stuck at the Peggy. word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, Peggy, me, baby, let me peg you for a second. Excuse me. I I never I never heard that, and I know I would never experience it. Not knocking nobody that like it, but it's, I know already that it's not for Ronnie. It scares me already hey, just thinking hey, about hey, the word. Tell your tell, tell your husband that next time you see him. And see, and see what Listen, he probably has been to hit me in here. Hey, uh-uh. do it as a prank. Do it as a prank. Don't record it. <laughs> but, I know, right? I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave that one with you. <laughs> that would not be a part of my vocabulary. Hey, let me peg you. He'd be like, I'm sure he probably never heard of it. I don't you know. Probably I'm have to ask. He's like very conservative. Yeah, he. I don't think he heard that term before. But I don't know. Oh, that's funny, man. But no, nah, like no, nah, like no. Nah, you just all those. Oh, we were talking about the sexual harassment. I remember. But in the time, like if he'd have did that in a different place where there was like no guests around, I probably would have fought him, and I probably would have been in jail. <clears throat> I would have been fired. Well, I definitely would have been fired, but I probably would have been in jail. What well, did he grab it or did he, he just touch it? Touch it? Like, oh, no, 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 no. He deliberately went up and touched my ass for like it's like one of those quick like I guess with like four fingers like he just sticks his hand out so if you can imagine me uh, my boy you know if you watch him I'm not going to say a name stick his hand out and he was just like that like because of the situation oh, wow. that was at hand because I forgot to do a certain function and it throws them off and so he did that, and I was like, I had to restrain myself. I was like, okay, you can't fight him. Like you, 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 you in front of guests right now. You can't fight him. And Jeez. he did it again, in five like five minutes later. And I turned around after I like when it was finally appropriate. I turned around and told him straight up, 
Don't you ever touch my ass again. Do not <laughs> touch my ass. And he's gay. He's gay. And it goes back to that to my to the episode that I just recorded. And those of y'all who follow my podcast, I necessarily don't have anything against LGBT. Y'all can do whatever the fuck y'all want. You love whoever the hell you love. But men, do not bring that shit here. I have gay friends. <laughs> I really do. I have gay friends. But don't try to convince me trying to turn me out because I promise you it's not going to be a situation you ain't going to want to deal with. And I know there's some gay men out there who are built and strong as fuck for shit like that. Now you fucking another, you fucking another dude wrestling with him, grappling with him, fucking him and shit. I ain't even getting all that. But you got to be a strong motherfucker to deal with some shit like that. Now. Well, did he apologize? No. No, no. Oh. I just stay clear of him. They asked. They asked me if oh. I wanted him fired or terminated. Or do you feel like you can't work with him? I said no. I can work with him. You know, I already told him. Just don't do it. But I. But from what I was advised from an outside source, reported. You don't. If you don't want him fired, now it depends on their policy. But if you don't want him fired, there's a good chance he may not lose his job. Because I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't lose yeah. his job. He's still working there, as far as I know. You know, he's still working there, and that's cool. But just don't, again, don't bring that shit here. It's just not about to work. It's not about yeah. to work. Now, I've been sexually harassed by women too, who I don't necessarily find attractive, unfortunately. <laughs> but even those <laughs> who are attractive, there's been a few times where it's just like, I'm not feeling this show. Like, don't do that. Like, I rather. And don't get me wrong. I work in a kitchen. I worked in plenty of kitchens where we be talking some nasty, dirty, outlandish shit. Oh, in the oh, kitchen, Ronnie, if you never, if you never worked in food and beverage, oh my god! So Sean is <laughs> my boy. Oh man, hold on one second. All right, but yeah, yeah. If you ever go inside of if, if if ever in your lifetime, if you ever work in a restaurant, talk to some of them cooks. Service too, but mostly cooks. Oh yeah, we be saying some of the most. If you can hear, if we had a microphone for everything that a line said, I swear we wouldn't have jobs. We oh, we we, we would not have jobs. I promise you. Now, well, what's the guy? Oh no, that was a different. That was a different job with the guy who touched your butt. Right? Yeah, this was a different job. Oh, okay. But this happens anywhere now. Don't get me wrong. But in a kitchen on the line, oh yeah. Conversations, topics, it'd be no holds barred. Nobody has a filter on the line. Nobody ever has a filter. I'm not gonna go in depth with it. If y'all want to see. Or if y'all want to hear or like experience like what goes on in the kitchen, go buy Anthony Bourdain's book, Kitchen Confidential, which I still have not read yet. But um anyways, but yeah, we 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 we're not doing that. Don't don't touch my ass. No. No, my wife's not touching my ass. We we not. Yeah, and definitely don't touch it without Please, permission. If you're gonna like if you're gonna do it, like some women, like in my past experience, some past partners did like it 
but we had to have a certain connection, I guess. You know, like when you would grab like my cheeks. My cheeks is already <laughs> comfortable enough. But ain't no woman sticking their finger in the crack of my... I don't know how you feel about this, but I keep it real on this podcast, so... (laughs) (laughs) My eyes are shut about big. (laughs) I thought I used to keep it real, but um, I think... (laughs) I think you done took it off the chart. Oh, no, I keep it real, though. Oh, I have, like, a whole segment. I gotta gotta revamp it. I have to have to do a new volume of it, um... Called uh, shagging, uh, boy, what is it called? Shagging something, uh, but shagging is what the UK people in the UK call just having sex. So, um, so I tried to put my own little spin on. It. I can't remember what it was called, but I recorded that episode like three months ago with another married couple, and uh, we just kept it real. <laughs> we oh, kept it wow. real. I mean, they didn't care; they were married. So, uh, oof, that's. Mm, I don't hey, know hey, about that's, that. That's, that's, you know, y'all newly, y'all newly, y'all newly married. How long y'all been married? Three years. Mm, they're at four. Are they at four? Yeah, they're at four. So yeah, y'all ain't too far from behind each other. Oh, anyways, um, I know there was another topic, but I can't remember it off the top of my damn head. I know you a mother. I know you a mother. I don't want to keep you on because we already in a path in part. Yes, and yeah, I gotta go to the job tonight. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta be out there on the street. Well, Officer Ronnie, we appreciate you coming on to the podcast and um, you know, give us some insight as far as like the training that you had to go through and uh obviously holding our people accountable. And uh mm-hmm. listening to me rant and embarrassing me on my own podcast as far as <laughs> asking you if you were a side chick or not. You did, but it's all love. It's all love, and thank you for having me on. Like, I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely appreciate you coming on and taking the time out. Uh, you got to come back. You <laughs> Yes, yes, I do. You got to get me back on a day that I'm off, and I can have me a drink with you. Oh, man. Y'all, please follow this girl on TikTok. Wait, do you have a TikTok? I do, I do. Um, so, yeah, Ronnie just- Talks. R O N N I E talks. Just find it. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Talk about, ooh, y'all like black? Oh, I heard y'all like black women, bro. <laughs> Look, that's the word on the street. They say they treat black women like gold so over there. If y'all go find a video, it was the latest video that she just posted. She's basically like sick and tired of a, of a, uh, sick and tired of a little boy. And I don't mean that, like, you know, she won't like throw his ass out or anything. <laughs> Yeah, but nah, she's a mother, like you know, she's a first time mother, and she, you know, gets a little aggravated by her son. It's fine. I don't, that's the reason why I don't want a boy. I can't get annoyed by a little girl, but I can get annoyed by a little boy easily. So, <laughs> these boys are wild. Them jokers full of energy. <laughs> but yes, yes. She was like, "Are you tired of these toddlers?" Like I watched it so many times, I almost know it my heart. I was like, "Do you have a toddler?" Okay. Well, if you're tired of them, I'm gonna show you. <laughs> I'm show you. Come on, get this this I'm mommy brain. She was like, "Let's go get dressed." She literally put on a whole dress, <laughs> made a drink, and that drink did him look pretty refreshing. Now, don't get me wrong. She put Tito's. She put sparkling water in there. What was like an orange flavor sparkling water? Yep, grapefruit oh, and yeah. orange. We had the grapefruit, but grapefruit and orange, and put a little bit of dried mint in it. 
I was like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. she making like her own version of a mojito. Now, mojitos usually have rum in it. They don't have vodka. But who give a damn? We don't give a damn about authenticity. So exactly. she put she made her own version of a mojito and had an adult lunchable. That thing probably cost five, six dollars in the store. I don't know. It, it cost two dollars and ninety-eight cents. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about hotel prices. Never mind. Well, with the kind of lunchable that she had in the hotel is probably like six dollars. And she, she like she must on that thing. I was like, why that shit look real, real good the way she's describing it right now? Oh <laughs> <laughs> man! And then after that, after that, she was like, pretend you in Italy when you are eating this lunchable. Oh, let me get my cup because I like let me get my cup. Like, oh, so I heard y'all like black. <laughs> Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that snack will take you to Italy, y'all. He'll, if y'all know somebody that work at Hillshire, tell them to own cut me a check. Facts. You know, if you mention them, a, if you mention them a number of times, and you have a good amount of followers and a good amount of listens, they'll pick up on it. Oh, yeah, I'm they'll pick up on it, and eventually they'll sponsor you. So, you know, it just takes a lot. It just you just gotta have a lot of listeners. That's all it is. I mean, I ain't got mm-hmm. all of that, but hell. If uh, if Wild Turkey wants to sponsor me, I'm drinking Wild Turkey and V8 Food Medicine. <laughs> I don't have a name for it, but it's good. All right. But anyways, y'all, um, we're about to wrap up this podcast, man. Um, Mr. H um, and Miss Ronnie Talks. Um, first time we did. It's the first time we collaborated together to do an episode. Y'all want to continue to follow uh, the Club BBC Now What You Think podcast. Even though we are going, I will tell y'all right now, we are going through the process of rebranding. Be the same concept. Hey. It'll be the same concept, but we may change the name. We may change the logo, but I'm in the process of trying to find something new with it because there is nothing about my podcast that exhibits club. <laughs> so I need to rebrand <laughs> it. Um, yeah, no, I'm just being honest. But, um, Yo, continue to follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Just type in Club BBC. I promise you, you will find it. You can't find it, and that's on your dumb ass. Um, uh, yeah, so what's it? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We haven't got, we, even though we have a YouTube page, there's nothing on YouTube right now. And I'm not giving up on that, but eventually I will eventually get that up and running. Eventually, I'd, I'd rather just have like a better quality camera. Um, maybe even get a studio, but I ain't trying to break my pocket either. So, right. exactly. So, um, with that being said, Ronisha, you want to plug in any of your social media for your podcast or even your personal stuff? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at Ronnie Talks and also on TikTok at Ronnie Talks. Oh, Facebook as well, Ronnie Talks. It's so simple. R O N N I E Talks. That is R O N N I E Talks. I'm talking like I was an infomercial or something. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right y'all i mean again y'all stay safe for those of y'all who are getting in entanglements please wear a condom please um please oh, lord mm. yes please wear a damn condom you know, talking about getting entangled and shit <sighs> you probably can't even spell entangled i can't i can barely spell entangled i, I can spell it but i just rather not you know Using it the <laughs> Let me see how you wore that. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Y'all take He's care. So Mr. H is officially out. Y'all take care. And uh, Ms. Ronnie, appreciate you again coming on to the podcast. <laughs>
Thank you. Y'all take it easy. Deuces. Stages of the out. Bye. Bye.